Welcome to the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. This podcast was created as a way to provide education and connection to the women of Middle Tennessee. My goal is to connect you with local women's health and fitness providers so you know what services are available in your area. I am your host, Amy Bailey. I'm a local women's health physical therapist, yoga instructor, and life coach. Thank you for joining the podcast and being a part of this amazing community. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. Today, I have two guests with me. They are the owners of Triluna Wellness Company. I have Liz and Ashley. Thank y'all so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank you. I'm so excited to interview you. Um, after meeting with y'all last week, I was just so absorbed in all the things that y'all are offering to Nashville and just excited for everyone else to hear what you're doing and just the vision behind your whole company. So I'm not even going to try to butcher all the many things that y'all do. <laughs> Ashley, why don't you go ahead and start us off and just kind of tell us a little bit about Triluna, how it was created, and just kind of the vision behind beginning this company. Okay. Well, Triluna is a an experiential wellness company that specializes in wellness events, retreats, and curriculum for both corporate and community. And so... Elizabeth and I come from business backgrounds where I have 10 years in marketing and business development. I mean, sorry, where I have 10 years of sales and business development. We're becoming the same person. Yeah. Right. Um, Elizabeth has 10 years in marketing and branding. And one thing that we had in common was that we both uh, developed chronic illness while we were working our corporate jobs. Um, I made the decision in March of 2017 to leave my corporate background to take wellness on full time. Met Elizabeth later on that year in my second yoga teacher training. We became really good friends and we shared a lot of why we wanted to quit her, our jobs. Like I had already quit my job. She was on the verge of <laughs> um, quitting her job and we were just that cushion for each other. She would call me on those frustrating days, and I basically just told her, start to outwork the work that you're doing, and she did, and she had a review, and that's where she accidentally quit her job, <laughs> and shortly after that, she entered into a program at the Entrepreneur Center, which is a 14-week program that helps you like, basically develop your business plan, gives you access to all of these wonderful mentors. Um, in all these different areas and specialties and she asked me to come along on the journey because we were basically building the same company and so I joined the program with her and we worked really really hard and we came up with this concept we did think that we were going to be a brick and mortar at first and then we had to take a step back and look at the things that we were really good at and put those to execution which was our movement classes we have health coaching background, and we both love and have a passion for food and cooking. And so we put all of those three things into motion, and that's how we came up with the experiential wellness. That is so interesting. And I can so empathize with the whole uh, chronic illness from a corporate job. I did the same thing with a corporate job, and it was just, it was killing me, you know? So I can understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that. yeah. When you're a creative person too, it just holds you down to be in that type of situation. 
Okay, yeah. so Elizabeth, kind of give me your background here on this. What were you thinking? And I, I want to hear the story about how you accidentally quit your job. Too. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll back step my way into that story. So I always knew that I wanted to own my own business. I come from a background of entrepreneurs, both grandparents on both sides, and my mom and my dad, and my brother-in-law all started their own businesses. But I kind of knew I was destined for that life. But I spent 10 years in the corporate world and in environments that were just incredibly unhealthy and stressful for me. And throughout my life, I've had struggled with disordered eating. I've, you know, done everything from starving myself to throwing it up and kind of everything in between. And so I knew that I wanted to take control of my relationship with food after extensive counseling. I started working with food by cooking and getting to know my food and understanding flavor profiles and satiety and really trying to change my relationship that way. So I got interested in health because of that. It kind of went backwards. I had a bad relationship with food and fixed it by working with food. And so I joined a health coaching program with my sister in 2014. And then we started a company called More Nutrition. And I was working in working with full time. So I now I'm running two businesses or, you know, working a full-time job and running a business and um, decided kind of through that journey that I wanted to get my yoga teacher training as well. And so I did that and that's where I met Ashley and Ashley had already quit her job. As she said, she was like literally soothing me every day while I was like having panic attacks, wondering whether or not I could quit my job and actually make this work. And then one day I had a meeting with my boss and she was like, okay, let's talk about what you do like about your job and what you don't like about your job. And I just had like a panic moment and I was like, oh crap, I don't like anything about this job. I am miserable. I like the company. I love the people that I work with. And we hear that a lot from people who are like in really stressful jobs that like want to leave but feel like they can't because they love the people they work with. Those people are still my friends. I didn't have to work with them in order to maintain that relationship. And so I just kind of was like, crap, no, I, I do not like this job. And she was like, well, are you quitting? And I was like, I, I don't know, maybe. And so she was like, do you, do you want to think about it? I said, yes, and this is on a Tuesday. She was like, well, let me know by Monday if you're going to quit your job. And I was like, okay, I guess I better figure this out. And then I thought about it, and I meditated on it and I talked to my family about it and I texted my boss on Sunday and I said just so you know I'm gonna quit tomorrow <laughs> but it might be tomorrow and I did and started the program at the EC like maybe two weeks after I quit so I like hit the ground running ready to go did you feel some peace once you finally told your boss you were quitting oh my gosh it was like a million pounds off my shoulders I'm yeah it was obviously terrifying because I quit without a safety net. I mean, I built up my savings because that was, I knew that I wanted to start a company eventually. Um, but it was one of the most terrifying things I've ever done, but also one of the most liberating. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. I get that on so many levels too. So tell me about the name of your company. Like how did y'all arrive at Traluna? We, went through a branding exercise. So my background is marketing and branding. And I knew that I wanted to be really intentional about the name and it was a branding from day one. We wanted to have the colors, right? We wanted it to send a message of 
inclusivity, but also a little bit of mysticism and strength. And so we sat down and just started writing on post-its. I think we used, it's not the most sustainable thing we've ever done, but we used probably 200 post-it notes during this exercise and wrote down every word that resonated with our company. Strength, women, empowerment, inclusivity, health, wellness, joy, nourishment, all these things until we finally got down to what we kept coming back to and what we kept finding in our company is that the number three kept coming up over and over and over again. Three is like the magical number. It's also like if you're religious, it's the Trinity. If you're, um, you know, interested, it's also like me, Ashley, and the person directly in front of us, which we always want to make the person in front of us feel like they are the center of our attention. So the number three kept coming up and then the moon kept coming up because it is magic. It is femininity. It is power. It is working with the shadow self in order to improve the rest of your life. And it just kept coming up and we were working with a tarot deck, which is something we're happy to talk further about. We don't use it to tell the future. It's just a thought exercise for us. And we asked the deck, what is his name? We cannot figure this out. And I flipped the card and it was the moon. And so then we started just putting together different versions of the number three and different versions of the word moon. And we got tri Luna, which is three moons. That's awesome. Yeah, I had no idea. I think I forgot to ask you all that before. So (laughs) I love that. I love the background. And, you know, you touched on something I was going to ask about later, just that your focus on inclusion and creating equal space for all people in our community. I love that. Um, so maybe Ashley touch on this and why this is important to you to have this as like a cornerstone of your business. Well, one of the things that Elizabeth and I both saw that was lacking, especially in the national wellness community was representation. Um, I know for me personally, getting into yoga, I mean, there wasn't a lot of black women teaching yoga. And so, I mean, it was kind of, you know, I was always the minority in the class. And so I, one of the reasons why I even got certified was so that people could see representation. And then for Elizabeth, she didn't see different body types being represented. And through that and through discussions and our friends, you know, who had maybe disabilities and special abilities, they weren't being represented. And so we wanted to make sure that at any given time, at any given moment, that people would see a representation of their self. So it's very important to us and we're very, very, very intentional about what we have and what we don't have and how to go after the things that we're lacking as a company to continue to build diversity on our team. I love that. Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask too. Like how many people do you have employed right now? I think it's uh, 18 of us total. Yeah. So it's um, Elizabeth and I, we do have four part-time workers uh, and then the rest are contractors and they range in from health coaches to chefs to yoga instructors, to fitness instructors. I mean, we we're pretty lucky. We have not, I mean, the skill set is so diverse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do you feel like you're missing at this point? Oh, there, there, well, <laughs> we've never, we've never no. been asked that question. That's a great question. Um, well, for one, I, we are still lacking 
size diversity on our team okay. in terms of body size and, and weight. And I think part of that is because it's intimidating to join a wellness community if you don't feel represented or accepted. And so our mission is to make all body types and sizes feel accepted so that we can see more of them in the space. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it, it absolutely makes sense. And I mean, and when it comes to more race and diversity, I mean, we want a rainbow of yeah. people <laughs> yeah. on our team, to be honest. And we find ways to get into those communities to learn more, to find out people who, like Liz said, sometimes because you're not seeing yourself being represented, it's hard for you to come into that space and feel wanted and feel safe. Yeah, we, we're just really tired of the message that you're not well enough or you need to be fixed in some way or there's something wrong with you if you don't fit this mold. I mean, wellness and health in our perspective is something that supplements your life. It makes it better if you're sick being well can improve your life. But it, does, it shouldn't be the focus of your life. You shouldn't have to dedicate every waking minute of every single day to finding health and sacrifice the rest of your joy for that. Mm. Yeah, I think that's critical. I think just like you said, having everybody represented. I know sometimes people are fearful to go to a class, whether it's a cooking class or an exercise class because of how they look or how they perceive right. they look. You know, we want to encourage good health, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually for everyone. So if people don't feel like someone looks like them, they're not going to seek out that service. And so, yeah, I'm, I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, and we really stick by what we mean when we say we're going to meet people wherever they are. I feel yeah. like that phrase is getting thrown out a lot, but like our team will go above and beyond to make people feel included, to feel comfortable, and to feel safe. So, I mean, that's something that we didn't even have to instill in our team or preach. It was something that came natural to them. Yeah. But something that we are intentional about and something that we are still learning and unlearning is the impact of diet culture and the language that we use. Mm -hmm. So, like, in our classes, we don't use words like burn, like we're not trying to get you to burn your calories off. We're not trying to get you to earn a donut. We're trying, you know, like we're very intentional about what language we use because we don't want to further traumatize people who have been traumatized by the, you know, ever-present nature of diet culture. Yeah, I think just presenting that consciousness, you know, and being very intentional with what you say, that's so important. Because that can turn yeah. people away quickly. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So how do y'all balance it all? How do you balance being an entrepreneur, a friend, <laughs> you know, and, and so much to that, your own fitness and mental health? Uh, I think it all comes down to, like, having boundaries set for yourself. You know, you have to, as an entrepreneur, you, I mean, you could work yourself to death. And us being a wellness company, we have to remind ourselves, like, all the time, that in order for us to build this company and be well enough to have this organization, we have to do the things that bring us joy. 
So I know for Elizabeth and I, when we're done, we're done. We block off time. We make, you know, we schedule date nights with our significant others. We set uh, time for our girlfriends. I mean, it is something that we have gotten in the pattern where we, that we do monthly. And we talk about it. So we're reminding the other one, hey, check in with your besties. Make sure that you're having dinner with your man. Like, these are things that, I mean, it's not easy. But it's something that we knew that in this new year that was going to be a lot required of us. So we had to make sure that we set out and, you know, had a lot of time required to ourselves and the things that made us well. Yeah, and we both understand and value recovery. We know how important that is. And so we, the one thing we will not sacrifice, that we will not give up, is our sleep. Mm-hmm. Like sleep is so incredibly important to us. We both love restorative yoga. We love meditation. We like, you know, all of the kind of restorative practices are incredibly important for us because we work in such a high stress job and high stress role. I think that's great. It just sounds like y'all are so intentional about everything you do from the programs you offer to how you keep up with yourself and your business. We have to be. <laughs> yeah, we have to be. I love it. I love it. Okay. So just looking through your website, you know, I see retreats, festivals, corporate <laughs> wellness, supper club, movement. Like there's so many things that y'all offer. So Elizabeth, what was your favorite thing that y'all did last year in 2019? What was your favorite event? Oh my gosh. That is a tough question because we did a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to say that about my own company. But probably my favorite is it was a mind body magic festival that we threw because we really believe that the national wellness community is going to benefit from camaraderie and supporting each other. And that was our opportunity to bring the wellness community together. And we did that. We had like how many vendors? Uh, like 20, 30, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, fitness to body care products and then we had an incredible stage lineup um, from like keynote speakers to artists and musicians and then we got to speak at the end and there was over 450 people from the national community came out to that and it was a truly magical experience with so much collaboration and joy and fun and it was I mean, it's amazing. So, Ashley, was this your favorite event, too, that y'all hosted? Um, it was up there. But <laughs> I'm going to say that my favorite event is our fall retreat in October. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy because we were actually throwing this festival in the midst of all of this. And I say that because our retreats are just like, everything that we do in one weekend and the first one was great I mean it was our first retreat we hit it off we like we hit it off with a bang but the second one you know we were able to learn from the first one and we were able to delegate a lot of things and things just ran off that's when we really saw our team come into place and really take things into their own and make it their own and 
it was just so magical because like I said, it's being able to see all of our services at the forefront in one weekend and provide these people what they need and just a release of life. And to me, that was just, I mean, I probably cried so many times that weekend <laughs> because of the magic that was brought that weekend. And probably a little bit of fatigue. Yeah, that too. We had the Mind Body Magic Festival and that retreat in the same two weeks span. So that was a lot. And maybe I was just proud of us because yeah. we were, we did it. You know, we through this big festival and we were still able to like host this badass retreat. And I mean, it's, it's, sometimes I have to like look like, wow, we, we did that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think people see how much goes into something like that behind the scenes. And it's not just the location, but the food, the workshops, like that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> a lot of moving parts. <laughs> it is. So what's coming up in 2020? What do we have to look forward to? Well, we just announced our spring retreat. Woof, woof, woof. We're very excited. Uh, of course, the My Body Magic Festival is coming back again in October this year. Yeah, and I mean, really, we want to just keep doing what we love. I mean, through the forms of our separate clubs. We just had our first separate club at the end of January, and it was kind of mind-blowing just to see the community come out. Um, and, and, and what I like is, like, the festival and the retreat is all these sub-events are just leading up to this huge, these huge events, which is just so exciting for me to see. Yeah, it's amazing. Our supper club for February is about nourishing and growing diverse and inclusive communities. And the supper club is kind of, we have membership, monthly memberships that we offer, and they start with a free community workshop, and they end with the community building exercise, which is the supper club. And it is just, like, I might cry. I think I might cry. Yeah, honestly. I mean, really, really. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we had people that showed up. It was a couple that came that literally just moved to Nashville the week before. They just found us, and they came. And, I mean, we have friends who are just, we ask them to be on these panels, and they're like, absolutely. It's yeah. like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's really, like, mind-blowing. It's crazy. Well, I love your passion. Just the fact that both of y'all are getting emotional about this. Just <laughs> well, it shows your passion, how much you love what you're doing. But again, that intentionality that y'all bring to this business, like, and y'all are speaking my love languages. You're talking about supper club, festivals, retreats. <laughs> I'm all over it. Um, but I did see pictures of the supper club and the pictures were absolutely beautiful. The food was beautiful. The lighting was beautiful. Like, again, you brought in... <laughs> that piece that y'all are trying to put together to create your business. Like, it just, it's so beautiful. Thank you. Uh, we also want it to be fun. I mean, kind of like we talked about earlier, wellness shouldn't make you miserable. Like you shouldn't have to give up everything you love in order to be healthy. And so we want to bring wellness and fun and community and just like smash them all into a single event and, and let you know that health and wellness are here to augment your life, not take away from it. Absolutely. So in order to pull off things like this, you have to network with other businesses. Are there certain businesses that you tend to network with more often than others? Are there shout outs you can throw at a few businesses? Say that one more time, sorry. Okay, sorry. So in order to pull off some of these big events, you, I assume, have to network with some other companies or businesses. 
Like, does someone else provide your food or? Yeah, absolutely. So we're big on collaboration. That was another thing that we noticed that wasn't happening a lot in Nashville amongst wellness companies, amongst restaurants, amongst, I mean, just these different entrepreneurs who are out and you're just trying to make it. We feel like collaboration is a huge part. We are, you know, we offer cooking classes and things like that, but we're not catered. You know, we, we don't make these big fancy meals. We make it pretty, but we don't prepare the meals. So we feel like that creates space for us to be able to network with um, upcoming uh, catering companies, our existing catering companies here. Um, a big partner of ours is Gardens of Babylon. That was actually a relationship that I had prior to us starting Triluna, and they were just so good to me that I just thought it would just be a wonderful, you know, relationship to continue on. I mean, and who doesn't like to do yoga in a greenhouse? Yeah. Um, and I mean, we've had a lot of different companies. We've been really blessed. To, uh, a lot of companies have reached out to us, to work with us. Um, again, I come from a sales background, so networking is like one of my love languages. I love to meet people. I love to build relationships. And we've been really blessed to just have the opportunity to work with some amazing people. Yeah, and we we have something that most wellness practitioners don't have, and that's business background. Yes. And so we really have a passion for helping other wellness practitioners build a solid business foundation. We have like a free branding workbook that we give to people in the wellness industry just to kind of help them stay consistent with their branding and their messaging. It is a huge passion project for us to be able to help them. We think that scarcity mindset keeps us all small. Like, if we want wellness to grow and actually have an impact on our society and our culture, then we're all going to have to work together. We're not going to be able to do that in silos. So we might as well collaborate and grow and build something beautiful together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is my mindset, too. We have to help each other. I and mean, there is more than enough people in Nashville for all of us to be successful. Absolutely. Yes. So one of the questions I ask all my guests is just kind of the vibe of health in Nashville and like, what can we do better and what are we doing great? And I think you've touched on a lot of this, but just to kind of narrow it down, what is Nashville doing great in regards to like health services or wellness? I think that Nashville offers a variety of, you know, wonderful different opportunities um, and fitness, different fitness classes, things of that nature. I think we have wonderful parks, hiking. I think that we have access to a lot of things. What I think that we're struggling with as a community is knowing the difference between wellness and fitness. Mm -hmm. There's a complete difference in that. And, you know, people are having a hard time investing in their wellness because fitness is on the forefront and we have been trained and taught that fitness is our wellness when it really is not. A lot of people have, they have budgets set aside for wellness or fitness. And when they lump those in the same category, they use all their money on their gym membership and they don't have money left over for wellness. And I, I just can't, Stress enough how important and how different the two are. I mean, we see people who are fit and unwell all the time. And mm-hmm. as a society, especially in, you know, 
cities like big cities like Nashville, we've got to place a higher level of importance on mental health, and we just aren't doing that right now as a society. Yeah. I agree. What can we do to kind of get that word out there? Like, is there, do y'all have a strategy for that? Come to our event. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Come to our events, and I think that the point of the summer clubs is for us to have more conversations on how we can be well. Community is wellness. Having these hard conversations about diversity, inclusion, you know, um, everything from living our dream life to, you know, talking to different herbalists in town, talking to different fitness instructors in town. I think if we continue to have these conversations, wellness will be, will come more to the forefront. Yeah. But the conversations need to be had. And the conversations happen more naturally in an inclusive and diverse environment, whether that's background, race, gender, like whatever it is. We all benefit from sitting in a room together and having hard conversations about the things that matter. Yeah. So as far as the supper club, then do y'all limit it to a certain number of people? Yeah, we're kind of limited by space right now. They uh, right now we're trying to fit about fifty or sixty. Our last one we kept to thirty-five, and we sold forty tickets, so went a little bit over our match. But they'll continue to grow and get bigger, I think, as we go on. I'm just thinking about having the conversations. You know, at a certain point, the room gets so big. Yeah. And having that space to still, um, I guess, talk. Is there a point where it would be too big and you wouldn't foster that sense that you want, you know, to develop those conversations? Yeah, there, and there's multiple avenues. Like, if you want to come to our supper club, we're going to have that conversation. You're going to hear it in our, our like, movement classes. We're launching a podcast, so we're going to talk about this all day, every day. There's so many different ways to get involved in this conversation, to be having these conversations, and there's so many people other than us who are already talking about it that I think that there are endless ways to get involved. You just have to be intentional, which is why that's so important to us. Since you brought it up, tell us about the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're really excited. So it launches next week. Mm -hmm. um, the name of the podcast is Your Excuse. The title came from the world always telling us there's no excuses when in reality there are excuses for certain things. There's an excuse. I'll take, for example, this morning myself. I, you know woke up and was thinking to myself, I really need to move. I want to go work out. I should go do these things. But then I had to think about my week last week and tell myself, you know what? What you need is to meditate and stretch. And so you're excused from having those thoughts of feeling like you have to do something when really you can focus on the things that your body and your health needs right now. Yeah. We, in general, prefer to avoid dogma, and one of the ways that we do that is by trying to understand the nuance involved in everyone's personal story, and that means that blanket statements like, no excuses, have no space with us. Yeah, I think that's true. I think this is going to be an interesting podcast. I can't wait to hear, <laughs> I can't wait to hear y'all bounce ideas off of each other, too. 
Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool. And the good thing about Liz and I, we keep very real with each other. We don't always agree. And sometimes we have to have hard conversations to talk through seeing each other's side and coming to a common ground. So I think a lot of people, and we don't try to fake anything. And I think that's going to be one of the most special parts of the, is, of the podcast is seeing, having the opportunity to see us as business partners work through things that we might not necessarily agree on or see in the same light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people need to see that. I think a partnership is special because y'all can both add so much to your business. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Yeah, all. it's not. Yeah. But okay. we are intentional about making <laughs> yes. our relationship last and, you know, where we can have hard conversations. I mean, we're sisters. I mean, yeah. we may get mad at each other in a moment, but we're going to be best friends in like two seconds. So, like, yeah. You, I mean, we're basically married at yeah. this point, so we have to be intentional about building and growing our relationship, or or our team suffers as a result mm-hmm. of that, and we cannot allow that to happen. No, I think y'all complement each other really well, and y'all speak so highly of each other, and then you just kind of leave off when the other one picks right back. You can tell it's a clear vision. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're so welcome, always. So how do people get in touch with you or hire you or attend an event? What's the easiest way to get access to y'all? The easiest way to see all of the millions of things we have going on is to go to our website, which is Triluna, T-R-I-L-U-N-A, wellness, dot com. And then from there, you can visit our retreat website. You can view our events calendar. We'll have links to our podcast. Everything that is everything that we do is always on that website. And sign up for our newsletter. We work really hard on them. We do not spam you. We send like one newsletter a week. Um, So that's a great way to stay up to date with all the events we have happening. Awesome. I will put that in the show notes so everybody can Go there and find it. Um, okay, I'm going to ask each of you, starting with Ashley, any last words of wisdom or thoughts that you want to leave with the audience? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I just would say that if you believe it, that you can achieve it. I know that sounds very corny, but like we set out on this journey to, we had a mission, we're intentional, we made a lot of sacrifices we're still making sacrifices but we see the light and we know that Triluna will be everything that we first imagined it so I tell people if you have a dream if you have a vision you know you know believe in that if you can see it then if you work hard and go after it then I don't see why it wouldn't happen for you yes all right Elizabeth what do you have Okay, mine's also a little bit cheesy, um, but I have been really stuck on the phrase lately, you are enough, Mm. I am enough, we are enough, I am well enough, I am strong enough, I am, you know, enough, and I'm a, if you study the Enneagram at all, I'm a three, which means I'm very achievement-based, so I'm always trying to get to the next achievement, to accomplish the next thing, to get to the next goal, And I've been trying to step back from that lately and just be like, no, I'm enough. And I think that's a message that we need to hear more often. So you are enough. I love that. Both of y'all are right on there. Anything else y'all want to say before I wrap it up? 
Um, we do have a couple of free resources. Like we said, we have a free branding workbook if you're a small business trying to get your business off the ground. And we also have a uh, workbook about five ways that you can bring more daily magic into your life. Both of those are free. There's a link in our Instagram bio for both of those. And we would love for people to use them and enjoy them and then tell us what they think about them. Yes. Thank you all so much for doing that. And thank you all for just creating the treasure that you're creating in our community. Um, I'm so excited to network with y'all and just show everybody what y'all have to offer. I hope I can make a supper club soon because it looks <laughs> phenomenal. Um, and thank you for just being a guest on my podcast. I know yeah, we're, we're so proud of you too. And we're so impressed with what you're doing and your attitude and your growth mindset. And we're just so pleased to be a part of it. Absolutely. I couldn't say enough great things about you after you left. And I was excited to uh, share your information with the team. So thank you so much. We really appreciate you. You bet. Okay, audience, go check out Triluna Wellness at their website. Please attend some of their events and look for what they have coming up in the future. Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you. you.